glad you survived the rain and the wind and all points in between during this wacky Super Bowl week in the entertainment capital of the world. But nonetheless, welcome to the Santana Dotson, the Mark 2 and A, the Jim Fonhorse, and for me, because I have an interest on Sunday, it's the big Trent Williams 71st edition of the other side of the ball, coming off a fantastic fall brawl championship game this past Sunday. And if you have not watched it, please go to the A7FL page on YouTube to rewatch that championship game. And also you can rewatch the game on our other side of the ball page on YouTube and othersideoftheball.com and, of course, on Caffeine. Hi, welcome. How are you? Welcome to the studio. Double A Anthony Alvarez, <laughs> as shiny as my bald head can be. And uh, joining us, uh, he came from uh, where Wolverine and Logan were, uh, you know, packing some wood, but he's still from the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard. He is the Vikings guy, McCorkle. Hi, how you doing? And uh, looking very dapperish <laughs> in his cowboy colors. Well, it wasn't meant to be, but... Yeah, I mean, it's out there, but nonetheless, my good friend and my co-host on Talking-ish on Saturdays from 5 to 6, the one, the only Mr. Chris Vera. What's happening? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Quan59 is in the building, although he's wearing that doggone Dodger Blue Dad gummit, but it is what it is. But It was laundry day. <laughs> <laughs> laundry day wait, it is. Wait, you weren't going around smelling stuff and going, okay, that smells okay, I'll wear it today. No, not that. Oh, okay. My, I, I had a house fire uh, in the beginning of December, what? so I, don't have, I have to go to my friend's house to do my laundry right now until they get it all fixed. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, free uh, remodeling. Home, insu- home insurance is very, very important for situations like those. So, so, so what are you saying? It's- and sprinklers in your house. Yes. Are, uh, it saved my house. I yes. didn't know we had a sprinkler system in our house, and it basically saved my house. But a lot of water damage, so my whole room and bathroom are non-existent right now. But Again. luckily, there's more rooms in the house. That's why you so get. I'm that's alive. why you get. This portion of the show is brought to you by Get Some Home Insurance, folks. <laughs> I'll show you guys pictures later. And clean out your vent in your bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Is that where it started? Yeah. 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 So okay. fell down, lit up my trash can. I opened the door. There was fire. I screamed oh, like damn. a little girl and ran out the house. Which well, I guess that's one way to get. Then I ran back in and got everyone else out, yeah. and then ran back out again. Well, of course, fire. Oh, well, fire of course. Like, wait, there's other people in here. Hot, daddy. That's hot. Well, fire makes Beavis very, very happy, but that's another show. That's a whole other show. Yes, it is. But nonetheless, uh, we do have some ge- Actually, we have four guests. So uh, because we have four guests, unfortunately, for this particular episode, fans, we will not take calls. We apologize. Oh. We will reconvene that next week. I'm just the host. I only do what my producer told me, so don't don't blame the light skin, okay? Anyhow, um, mm. we'll get to our- Blame the real light skin. No, that's just no. He's more ginger than light skin. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really have a skin tone. So blame the ginger. I mean, no, it just I just turned pink in the sun. <laughs> I turn red. That's worse. I mean, you grab it by the base, the head'll turn purple. <laughs> no, Hello, Cody. Hello, Mizzle. Uh, welcome. Glad you guys are joining us. Uh, but nonetheless, let's get to our first guest, who made the journey from the Midwest to the West, and now he will be uh, donning the pit bosses this year. Um, joining us really? is, the, is that the way that's going? Okay. Or, or mm. who knows? He can. He can. I mean, he has he, it as his, he as wore, his profile well, picture. He wore the hoodie on Sunday in the booth in the championship game. So I'm just, I, I, I'm just saying, unless he decides to change his mind, he's been out there recruiting heavy and all that. But nonetheless, uh, the man mm. known as Vanilla Vic is in the building, Mr. Jordan <laughs> Davidson. How are you, sir? That's Welcome. I'm here. He is here in the flesh. I love it. So real quick, just. We'll just get to the story. Uh, why the move from the Midwest to Vegas? What? What? How that all? How did that all come about? 
so I wanted the competition. That's the main reason. Oh, okay. You wanted oh. the competition. So wait. There, so he's kind of mirroring what we have to say. Well, uh, no, I'm curious. So <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't you in Cincinnati area? Yes. And don't they have four teams up there? Yeah. They had four last year. Yes. So <clears throat> I am lost because I thought that there was he said competition they ain't no good. There. He said they ain't no good. There's... No, hold on. Let's, don't put words in the man's mouth. Let's, let's hear it straight from the let's yeah, I, I kind of specialize words. in putting things yeah. in people's mouths. Oh, that's boy. a whole other yeah. oh, 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 show, boy. man. Just hold okay. on to that. That's I'm another sorry. show. I'll stop. But go ahead. If you want to call it Ohio, there's a super team in Ohio. If you guys defined super team. What's the super mm. team in Ohio? Based on talent, the chaos are a super team. Uh, damn. Out so, of Ohio. Of Ohio. Not of the whole league. I'm saying of Ohio. So Based on the definition. So... Um, Vegas went and whooped Ohio's super team. Now, would they be a super team now? Like, did they combine a bunch of different? Because we haven't heard too much. Like, we've talked to to a couple of people from uh, the Ohio division or the Cincinnati. It's Ohio, Ohio, Ohio the Ohio division. division. Yeah, <clears throat> but we haven't seen too much um, as far as like solidified moves. And I'm pretty sure you're a little bit more in the loop there. Yep. So are they over there building and, and are they making the additions? Is it something that we well, should keep hold track on, of? Hold on. Before you, before you mention that, I will say I was, I was listening to the podcast of, um, God, why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, Brent and yeah. Dale and, Hathaway. And, and uh, Corey was on that podcast. Oh, was, and Corey asked him flat out, well, name two teams in the top 10 that you can beat. Or name seven teams that you're better than. And the first two out of his mouth were the Insomniacs mm. and Sick With It. Huh. So the thing that I don't understand is what exactly has changed in Ohio where Brent now is all, is all of a sudden saying that he can beat us after we went up to Ohio and the Insomniacs dog-walked his team. The mercy rule at that. Yeah. 52 to 14. So what, what has changed? Help me understand what has changed up there that since you're coming from there that you, you seen what they have. So what is it that they have that makes them think that they can now beat some of the top teams? So I don't know if this will be enough, but I did go to their scrimmage before I left. Mm -hmm. They had a scrimmage. They played the QC crush. They definitely have more big bodies. They did add some big bodies on the line this year. That's where I say they made the most improvement at. But the rest of the team is the same? Yes, for the most part. They added a couple of wide receivers, but they still got the same quarterback, same DB, same stuff like that. Okay. So, I mean, I, I want everybody to understand when I'm talking about this. I'm only looking at it from the standpoint of what we've seen. So thank you for that information because I'm like, I, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, so you'll have your opportunities. But I'm pretty sure they might have to come to Vegas this time if they get there in the playoffs. And if they have to come to Vegas, I hope they're ready. Because I can tell you one thing, the Insomniacs and Sick With It, if they're part of that playoff group for spring, that's mm -hmm. going to be remembered. And yep. I hope Brent ain't writing checks that his team's ass can't cash. Because right. I think that just might be the situation. Well, he did it to himself last year. So. Yeah, he did. He was talking about them before the game even started. Well, they don't play defense. 
what I didn't like is when they did the Shout whole out to Big Mac tuning in. When they did the and whole Justin. They did the whole uh oh we're we're going to Vegas. Like they booked their trip already though. Well, I guess um they could they were more than welcome to come out and watch a championship game. I mean, I'm not look, the difference between I'm not gonna say stuff tongue in cheek. I'm gonna be upfront with it. I'm not a coach. Mm-hmm. I'm now the commissioner of the of the Western Division and when I say some of the stuff I say, I'm not wanting anybody else to write to cash checks from for what I'm saying. Yeah. That's not my that's not my thing at all. My thing is when you have proof is in the pudding, talk is cheap. So, you know, if he want when he comes down, I'm gonna ask whoever they play. I don't care who it is, put up your sin city name. Period. If you get beat, you have to lose that because the only sin city in the United States is right here. Yep. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to say it tongue in cheek. Be upfront with it. But you're here. What are you hoping? What are you hoping for? What are you, what are you looking for out of this division that you didn't get? I know you said competition. Mm-hmm. You've seen these teams play now. You've been down yeah. on the field. You've seen these guys up close and personal. You've seen what the Vegas division has to offer. What are your thoughts on the athletes that we have here compared to what you guys had in Cincinnati? So obviously you guys got eight teams here. Cincinnati only had uh, three and then the Columbus last year. So you guys actually got more teams. But um, one thing I think that's similar is DB play, I think is pretty similar across the whole league, I think, in general. I think you guys got linemen that can move better. That makes sense. You guys like size, similar. I think your guys' linemen move better than our linemen over there, if that makes sense. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. Um, but I wanted to ask, as um, the Midwest continues to evolve, mm-hmm. do you think, because um, obviously if you watch enough game film, you'll start to notice there's a difference between uh, – like play calling offensively and defensively between the two coasts. And you can lump Florida in there because they have more of a flag style, um, you know, element to their game. Uh, what, what type of identity do you see the Midwest coming with? And do you think it's going to be enough to not get mercy come playoffs? So I don't know if it's a style, but so like you guys know, obviously Florida, like night crawlers are speed. Mm-hmm. Asami acts a little bit more run first, I would say but they can throw the ball too. And then you got teams like sick with it. Who's more of a pass first team. So I think, I think the Midwest is trying to actually go to the two quarterback style of play. I think that's what they're, what's best for them actually. Now, are you talking more like two quarterback system, like using a back stack, uh, like the night crawlers, like old kryptonite, like you've seen um, Scooter no. do with the insomnia. Okay, so I'm talking like two different styles of quarterback. Your pocket, traditional a, yeah, pocket quarterback, quarterback, and then and a like running a running quarterback. quarterback. Okay. See, the uh, only thing that bothers me about the running quarterbacks. Do you think that's this, a Do you think that's a team thing, or do you think that's like going to be like a regional thing? Well, I've seen three of the four since. Well, there's three teams in Cincinnati. I've seen three of them practice it. Wow. So the only thing that worries me about a running quarterback, especially when it's run first, mm-hmm. is the fact that, you know, there's D linemen that are going to tee off on them. Nobody's going to hold back. They don't care about tomorrow. And I hope that the guys from Cincinnati and, and some of the other places understand 
the fact that look what we do to running quarterbacks here in our division. I'm gonna get to Justin. Justin has a couple of you know, questions. I'm gonna let him it, finish. But it's I'm gonna get one to of those. Justin. It's one of those things that you got to kind of be careful of, especially you know when you're playing your own division, you get used to what you're able to do as a running quarterback. But when you're playing against a team that is okay, you want to run the ball, no problem. I mean, Cincinnati ran the ball uh, with their quarterback, and we saw what happened to him. I mean, I was on the sideline when. AJ teed off on him and it was uh you know not for nothing when I saw the hit I was like damn and I was just sitting there saying please get up because I didn't want to see him get hurt but that's the position you're going to see some of these uh coaches put these players in Uh, I got a couple of questions from the chat shout out to everybody in the chat uh paying attention to us locked in on YouTube uh so from cool case uh Justin Shepard he was wondering, um, he called Cap on the, uh, on the DB play being the same. He said, name, uh, he said, what DBs you guys got in Ohio? So if you have some names for some guys for us to pay attention to, I watched the film for that lockdown corner. Y'all didn't have the receiver threats out in Ohio for him to really get that claim yet. But I understand with his numbers why they put him on at that mm-hmm. spot. Um, and then uh, Justin also wanted to wonder, uh, or he was also wondering, um, you essentially running a wildcat or just a completely two whole different sets. I think for the first question for corners, uh, Jersey Pope for chaos. Okay. He's, he's a pretty good, he's a, he's, he's okay at tackling. He's really good in coverage. He, was he, he the one, up, he was, he, he gave up one touchdown all year. It was the David Clark in that final four game. He's number 21, I believe. He gave up two touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, he might have gave up two. But those are the only two he gave up all year. Yeah. And, um, you know, I won't say nothing. They were beautiful throws by Scott. Yeah. And Davick ran right by him. Yeah, that's hard to stop. Davick's like six foot 32. Yeah. Yeah. And and a a 4'3 speed. All right, real quick, Jordan. um, Go ahead and talk about your uh, football experience and your inspiration that makes you play this game of football. So I actually have a little experience. I didn't start playing until seventh grade, roughly. And then I got back into it last year with A7. Skyler hit me up over Snapchat. I was like, hey, there's this semi-pro whatever league, A7. I was like, oh, well, that sounds cool. He's like telling me the rules and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll come out and play. So came out and play, try out all that crap. It didn't work out with them, so I wound up going to a different team and um, you know, we weren't very good, but we had a lot of players that never played before, so that's what happens. Yep. But yeah, that was that. That's my second year. Looking forward to it. Well, you came to the right place if you want the competition, that's for damn sure. What, yeah. What would you say is your most natural position on the football for or what's your favorite position to play? Natural. So I've played a like a, I haven't played football that much, but I've played. They've moved me around a lot. I've played defense end. I've played linebacker, safety. I've played tight end. I've played quarterback. Obviously, wide receiver. So those are the positions I've played. My favorite is obviously quarterback. That's my go-to position. By the pick. What quarterbacks inspired you, or inspire you? I don't want to get Chris started. <laughs> You're gonna get me started. Go ahead. Oh, rev him up, please. Because there's no goats in Chris's mind. No, there's not. Well, Tom Brady is the goat. <laughs> I never said there's no goat. No. If mm-hmm. you listen to what I was, what I said, and I will back it up and say it again. For every um, era, era that you have, there is a goat. 
Joe Montana was a goat in my era, uh, in the early stages, and Tom Brady is a goat in this era. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I liked Brady's like mindset of the game, but I also liked like Peyton Manning's mindset as well. Well, he does have a big head. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Literally a big head. But he's the only quarterback I can think of that like pretty much called plays his whole career. Pretty much. I mean, he he was like the offense coordinator on the field. Actually, Tom Brady was too. Yeah, but he still got plays from Josh McDaniels. Trust me. Tom Brady called the plays. I know he adjusted. When you look at when you look at the the body of work with Josh McDaniels and supposedly how good he was, then yeah. how come he couldn't make any other quarterback that he coached that good? Yeah, tells you everything you need to know right there. He drafted Tim Tebow. I, exactly. Hey, he was good for one game. Steelers playoffs. He was yeah. no question. He he won that game with his arm. No, no you remember, I would argue that. Remember John three sixteen. Hey, yes. that's actually so, one of my favorite players. By the way, 300, 316 yards passing. Yes, three minutes and sixteen seconds is when he went when they had uh, the go ahead touchdown. So there's a lot to go in overtime. It. Yeah, in overtime. So you know it is what it is. All right, real quick, Jordan. Um, if you want to promote yourself, whatever uh, social outlet you mm-hmm. have, go ahead and promote that. Anything you want to say? This is your final uh, parting shot. Okay. First off, I'd like to thank everybody for watching and these guys for giving me a chance to come on here and play in this division. Um, secondly, my name on Facebook is Jordan Davidson. Uh, Instagram is gdub underscore 1996. So follow me Jesus on there. Christ. I fell old. Oh, my goodness. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God and damn. lastly. I was watching the Olympics in 96. My gosh. You guys are saying I'm young. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, that's fucked up. I got married in 94. Hey, at least I ain't as young as some of your guys as older people that I was listening to. They're like 21. Um, so, um, wow. But the oh. last thing I was going to say is uh, we actually got a podcast starting this Friday with me and Skylar Heard. Uh, oh, nice. Called uh, Dumbed and Doomed on it Facebook. So. We are not Sin City. <laughs> hey, if it was up to me, it wouldn't be, they wouldn't have that name. Yeah, I know. I'm just okay. So, so what's the name of that podcast again with you and Skylar? What's it, what it, it called is again? It's called the Dumb and Doom Podcast. Dumb and Dude. All right. Well, dumb and Doomed. Doomed. Like Doomed. Yeah. yeah. Like we were gonna call it Dumb and Dumber, but they already had a podcast that name, so we were like, you know what? We'll do Dumb and Doomed. <laughs> All right. It fits. Vanilla Vic, Jordan Davidson, coming from Ohio to play in the Nevada Division, and that's uh, so dope. More than likely, he'll be taking his talents to the pit bosses. Well, we think he is. I mean, um, yeah. Okay. I'll see you week one. Stick with it. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's who we play, so. All right, Jordan. We appreciate the time, and good luck this season. Uh, all the best health and whatnot, and uh, enjoy the competition here in Vegas. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. All right. You thank you, it. sir. So, as we await for our next guest to come in, again, as we said at the top of the program, coming off a very fantastic Ball Brawl Championship game, which uh, gave us some drama, to say the least. Um, thoughts? Well, I mean, we'll eventually get into those thoughts as the uh, program prog- progresses. But um, just initially, what's your uh, your initial take from what we saw on Sunday at Bonanza High? Wait, were you talking to me? Both of y'all. <laughs> I zoned the fuck out. My bad. I was in the I was in the uh, comments. In the comments. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which again, shout out to our uh, guests watching on our YouTube page. We appreciate y'all. My thoughts on the game are the fact that what we wanted to see is starting to come to fruition, which is um, the competition is getting better and better. 
Um, I think that uh, Sick kind of showed what they have mm -hmm. and that they are willing to make the moves to try to get better. And there are no longer, um, you know, the, the separation between the Insomniacs and Sick with it are, it's getting closer, you know? And I, I will say this and I'll continue to say it, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And if people out there don't like us talking about the Insomniacs, unseat them. Beat them. We'll talk about you. Beat them. Plain and simple. That's the way it goes. And if you're the champs, guess what? You are the champs all year until another champ is crowned or you get another victory and you're the champ again. And then all year again, we never look at um, Super Bowl champs and say, well, well, you know, they're, they're just another team that whole year following their championship. So whether it's, you know, we know you guys want the 49ers, so whether it's the 49ers or Kansas City Chiefs, come Sunday, they're champs until the next until, season. Un, 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 until they're either beaten this Sunday, yep, or or they will be the first team to repeat since the Patriots of 03 and 04. They have what everybody wants, exactly. is Lombardi. Yep. Everybody, has, everybody wants what the Insomniacs has, which is the National Championship Trophy. To be the man. It rains its you possession. You beat the man. Period. Period. All right. So our next guest is set and ready to go. Um, if you hadn't seen this man play during the fall brawl, um, this young man plays with a lot of heart, a lot of tenacity, and he does not give up for nothing. Played for the Hunters this fall brawl, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Kamari Michael. Kamari, how are you, sir? What's going on? How y'all doing? How are you, sir? Thank you for coming on. So, um, Young man. Real quickly, um, give me your take on... Um, what you get, what you experienced with the Hunters this past fall brawl season? Um, I can't say it was really just kind of like the same stuff I've been experiencing with other teams in the past couple seasons, like just lack of players and you know just trying to mesh with each other and get because you know I've been playing with different teams and different players all over the league, so. I haven't really found a set team, but now I feel like the Hunters is my set team, so I'm just trying to get some guys over. So, you know, we can't get something going. So what would you say is the one thing that you want to try to build to help enhance the Hunters brand? Winning games, obviously. Um, That's always going to be number one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> winning solves everything. And that also brings people to you. When you're a winner, people want to come play with you. Right. But, I mean, you know, as the quarterback of the team, as you are right now, I think that, you know, you can also show your leadership and talk to people and make them understand what you want as well. Right. You know, um, I know you asked me before a game, you know, what did I see at halftime? if you remember, and we had a little conversation on the sidelines. Right. And what I'm saying to you is, you know, you continue doing what you're doing and you lead by example, but you can also lead by what you tell people and how you carry yourself is going to play big into guys wanting to come run with you. Right. And so this is your opportunity right here too. This is where it starts. Let people understand what it is you want and what you're looking for and what you want to do. Um, honestly, like, one of the main conversations I've been seeing on the past couple of episodes is, like, you know, who are household names? 
besides the insomniacs and sequity. And obviously, you know, we are far from that, but I want to build us up so we can be competition with them. Insomniac, sequity, force, you know. So what? everybody could be talking about the hunters, you feel me? Yeah. What what positions do you think that you are needed like right now? Like if you could fill one position with the wave of a magic wand, which one would it be first? Another O lineman. Another O lineman? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and now building off of that question, which route at being the QB and you plan on staying the QB of the hunters? What style do you see yourself going with for that? Are you going to, you know, go with a more, like, air it out? Are you going to, you know, more of a run-style type of offense? Do you want to establish a run game to try and open up play play action? How are you seeing where you're going? Because that's going to that's gonna mean a lot when you go into your recruiting. Because, you know what I mean, we talk about it a lot. It's not always a bigger guy you need as a lineman. If you're going to get guys out moving and, you know, pulling guys and all that stuff, just a guy that will give you enough time to stand there for a half a second to make a decision might get you somewhere. Like if, if you, you have to make these decisions now to be able to help your recruiting process as a quarterback, it, another part of your job in a seven is recruiting. Right. So you have to get guys that want to play for you. Right. Like the coaches can only do so much and all that. Like, and the coaches can call plays from the sidelines, but we all know like when it comes down to it in the game, what kind of plays are you going to call? Where do you feel comfortable? And find people to fill that position for you. And do you have that direction yet? Yeah, Max said he's got a lineman. Um, but, I mean, look, I understand the position. You know, um, having input with your coach is always a good thing. And I think Coach Ray is, is open enough to have input with you as a quarterback, right? Right. So I think that, you know, you guys should have that those conversations about what you what you see uh, the offense is going to be next season, and have you guys kind of collaborate on what you think should you know how how players should play, what you should do, and what's going to play to your strengths in this game. Because, and I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, I played line. I'm six foot, two hundred and thirty pounds, soaking wet with boots on. And, yeah, I mean, it sucked. But, you know what, if you could get guys out there that could just stay in front of people, and the aggression will come. And I have faith in you guys that you'll put, you'll start to put stuff together. I mean, look, are these up, upper echelon teams that good? Yes, they are. But when it comes to young men coming out and playing a game, once you guys start to put it together, that's when you start to get to the point of being a better team. And so – Am I looking at you guys and saying, hey, you guys are going to take that next step next season? Yes, because as long as you guys stay together and you have your core and you continue to drive that core, that's going to make you guys better. Mm-hmm. You know, have, you, have you also been poaching and pillaging these, uh, these other um, non-franchise franchises? <laughs> like these non, uh, what are we calling them? Non-legacy teams. Non-legacy <laughs> teams. There we go. I knew we had a term for it. I'm not very politically correct, <laughs> if y'all can't tell. <laughs> I know I look like it. My credit score says different. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple guys from a, from different teams that I would love to come play for us, but have you been on their neck? I haven't went after nobody, but I got Man, people hitting me up though. Yeah, and that's good. I mean, you should. And Mac is in the uh, comments right now. He's gonna bless y'all with a, a line with a number to alignment right now. 
Like, that's one thing about this league, man. That all you got to do, man, closed mouth ain't going to get fed. There's people out here that will help you, even with the recruiting process, because some teams are full up. Yeah. There's still people want to come out here and get down, and, like, it's there's perfect opportunity. We're just not going to uh, put one of our homeboys out there, like, with some team that they're just going to get, you know, bullshit around, whatever. Like, like Max said, y'all solid. He's going to look out for you. I mean, and then also with that, it's just, like, one thing I noticed about just in this division, there's like almost everybody knows everybody for whether they're in semi-pro, flag league, any of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I'm just kind of new to the whole uh, Vegas football outside of high school period. So a lot of people really don't know me, but, you know, I got some guys that's in the league, but they're already on, you know, established teams and stuff like that. So right. it doesn't hurt to stay in contact with them, though, because you never know what they're going to be able to bring or maybe they play flag with a bunch of dudes that want to come over and play. But don't well, like you said, they're, they're filled up. So yeah. now they could go and play with y'all. So it's one of those things, like you said, like Scott said, you know, you, you got to be able to talk. You got to be able to be in front of these guys. And just because you're coming in to Vegas when there's all these established guys that know football, they've been playing together for a long time, that doesn't change a damn thing, man. You could be one of them very easily. And all I right. see you guys going in that direction. Like right. You guys play with the right attitude. Like you guys play with the intensity, you guys have you guys have the building blocks to to put forth a good team. Y'all just have some key elements to fill, uh, especially. And then once y'all can compete in this division, then compete you know anywhere. you're going somewhere. Man, look, I'll say this: uh, you and Michael Perkins have the chance Bro. to be a real special combination Dude. at quarterback and wide receiver because. The way you two gel, the times that you guys play in the fall, that can really develop into something special. I'm just telling you. I mean, yeah, like, I do feel like, you know, we have we have a couple pieces that we can build around, you know, like me, Perkins, uh, Marlon Hicks. Yes, him too. Um, yes, Hicks, absolutely. Uh, Davin Lopez. Uh, yeah. he, that's why I say I, I just feel like we need another lineman for sure because somebody that can help Davin out. You feel me? So, yeah, like. And it doesn't. It's not a good look, you know, having to forfeit the last game of the season. So that's why. That's another thing. I'm gonna just put it out there. That's another thing that players around the league is looking at. So they they'll be questioning themselves, like, do I really want to take this route? Well, you know what? Self awareness is motherfucker. But you know, the biggest thing about it is that I see the differences, and I'll say it because. I'm the old man in here, the old man of the group. <laughs> um, times are different, man. When I played, we didn't want to go play with the best squad. We wanted right. to dismantle the best squad. Right, exactly. We wanted to bring ourselves up and be that squad. Right. So when you I earned, played. You wanted to earn it. Yeah. When I played, we played against, you know, too much talent, TMT. We played against the soldiers. We played against all these, uh, these teams in the flag leagues that came out here and were running shit. And then we played in the national championships that were here with Bill Williams, and we had 84 teams from around the country that used to come out here and play. Did we want to make a super team? Hell no. We, we took our squad. We went and played. So the fact of the matter is, man, just keep doing what you're doing. Sometimes it takes that hard work that you put in that will shine and it'll be down the road. You can't look at it right now and say, well, we, we're not this or we're not that. Look at where you're going and understand you have key players around you. Now, talk to those key players and get them to bring other people on board and weed through the ones that you guys can use and go out there and make the team, man. That's all it is. Right. So don't keep your head down, young man. You, you, you're an athlete. You can play this game. 
Thank you. So keep your head up and just keep 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 moving. That's all there is to it. Just keep moving and going forward. So real quickly, um, this is your time, Kamari. If you want to shout at anybody or uh, promote yourself, you are free to do so. The floor is yours. Um, if you want to find me on Facebook, it's just my name, C-A-M-A-R-I-M-I-C-K-E-L. Um, if you want to uh, find me on Instagram, it's A-B-M underscore Mari with three I's. And that's it. Well, real quickly, so... You were born here, moved to Texas, and then came back here to Vegas. Right. So talk about your time a little bit in Texas um, that you can remember. I spent basically all of elementary through middle school in Texas. And I came, yeah, I played most of my peewee years in uh, Texas. And then I came back, like, around the end of my seventh grade year. Mm-hmm. And then I played, like, one year of pop warner football out here and then i and then that's when i went to high school after that and then i uh i couldn't play my freshman year because of health issues i had to get cleared to play sports again so i had to miss my whole freshman year but then my sophomore year i played uh i played varsity corner for uh rancho high school cool let's go and the rams i ain't get to play office though because i got kicked off the office <laughs> I got kicked out of that school a couple of times. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You talking to a bunch of lifers here, man. Yeah, it's a Rancho. Man. I went to Valley. I, yeah. I went to Rancho when it was still a King Ranch right there on the corner. <laughs> so real quick, I, I used to be down there in two do rags. That was not a good look. <laughs> so real quick, before you say it's so long for now, um, just um, who inspires you to uh, go hard when you get when you're out there on the football field? Uh, your, no. your inspirations um you know my family you know i got three kids and a uh, fiance well, so, congratulations yeah thank you so uh you know they inspired they inspired me to go hard every day you know they changed my whole mindset about you know different things i was going on that was going on within my life and you know how to really handle things like you know like a real man and you know stuff like that so they inspired me to just go hard every day with everything i do and, um, you know, I got certain inspirations by different, you know, different football players I used to watch, you know, when I was little and stuff like that. Well, all right. Well, you can catch Kamari and the Hunters this upcoming season on the 24th of March when the national season starts. But uh, like I said, catch him and Michael Perkins. That's a combination you need to watch out for during the spring season. Kamari, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming in. We appreciate the time, young man. Thank you. And keep Thank that energy you, up, bro. We love oh, seeing yeah, that yeah. from both. Yes. Yeah, I love that big smile he got, man. <laughs> He's smiling from ear to ear over there. I love All that. right. Well, as our next guest is uh, getting ready to come into the uh, chair to uh, be interviewed. Um, Derek is correct. <laughs> we, tried to, we tried to do a super team once in the, in the uh, playoffs. Or not the playoffs, but the uh, when we were playing for nationals. Mm-hmm. Got bounced real quick second round and I, and I see coach james uh seconds that uh that that statement i see with his uh, facial expression yeah so what's the one thing for both of you that you will take away from this past fall brawl season hold yep. on to the goddamn ball <laughs> right <laughs> that ain't no joke um, the one and thing I'll also, take away from it, it, man, keep stay light on your feet. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely want to say. Keep is, your man, head on a swivel. Keep make sure you keep your feet chopping. Don't plant your feet. We're seeing a lot of people getting rolled up on and stuff like that. 
And it's very unfortunate. They're very long. Like it's a long recovery process for these tendons and stuff. So Eight it's to just ten weeks. You know what I mean? Like it. And we have had a lot of people go down from getting rolled up on, and you know, maybe if you could just keep your feet chopping, maybe you just end up on your on your butt instead of rolled up on. Well, one thing that I learned I, from oh, this, man, I, I wish the I was run about, game out here is serious. Yep, I wish I was about twenty years younger. Well, you want to get back out there, don't you? I do, <laughs> in a bad way. I do, I do. But my my old ass just no. Man, I don't ain't know. Well, well, for one thing, uh, me and Scotty definitely appreciated your insight of joining us in the booth during yes, this sir. fall brawl season. Um, you definitely give some tremendous insight, and um, I will take you in the booth any day of the week with me, my friend. I'll tell you that right now. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, yeah, sick, think... sick with it with a run game would be fucking <laughs> super crazy. Correct. Um, alienators are surprising the shit are, are super surprising. Um, there's a lot of talent to be spread around, uh, with, a with, Ton you know, talent. the, the legacy with only legacy teams being, being able to participate in the spring. Um, I think that we've gotten more of a feel and Vegas is coming out with an identity, um, as far as how like the, the play calls go, the defenses have been run and, I don't think this is even the beginning of it. I don't think very many people have cracked into their playbook. I think, especially with like the, the people think that insomniacs and sick or, or would be like holding back plays or not using certain packages or whatever until they play each other. I think they're just trying to perfect the things that they're running for right now before they start digging deep into a playbook. I think once that happens and, and we see more of this Vegas come out instead of just trying to, you know, run down everybody's throat. Maybe that's just our, how we, how we do it. But I just think that that's how I, I, I think that's what I'm excited for to see going forward from what I learned from the fall. I think for me, it's just, just the single towns like Isaiah Hayden's three returns for touchdowns with the Alliance, um, the tremendous play of Devonte Moncrief and Jaden Webb for the alienators. I mean, those two were spectacular. Um, well, don't forget their quarterback. Yes, oh. Mr. Ariarte. Ariarte is, um, you know, I'd love to see him. And their offensive line with Benitez and, and, and Graham and those guys. I mean, just, I mean, they, they definitely showed some sparks this year. Um, the Ramsey's an OTT. Um, Delaney's memorable thrown one touchdown, which is. And I, our I, next I can, guest. I can still see it. But. We'll get to him in a minute. But, I mean, him, I mean, again, um, Perkins from the Hunters, just the way he played with Art this year. Um, Juice, Juice from the Insomniacs. Juice, dude, I mean, as, you, if, we as, if, as if the Insomniacs needed another running back in that backfield. But Three the evolution of the linebacker in Las Vegas as well. Yes. Joe, Joe Jackson, Jackson. Jeremy Reeves. Yes. This isn't. Yeah, these guys are no joke, man. I, 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 that's the one thing I take is just the spectacular. And if he would come back, local kid was an amazing linebacker. Dude, it, I'll, it, I'll tell you what. Jeremy Reeves is no joke. And I saw him, we're walking back from the uh, concession stand, and I thought he was smaller uh, height-wise. Mm -mm. No, me and him are about the same height. That dude is stacked. And, of course, before I forget... Smooth Brown's timely interceptions. Oh, it, it, plural. Like all of them. <laughs> yeah, they were in. all very timely. And, yeah, and basically were game changers Dude, in he, the game. He catches picks almost as much as Mac had pancakes. Dude, handing them out. And the thing about <laughs> like, it no, is. No cleats on. But, but hold on, hold just on. Just walk on. up to the game, run Keep in, in mind pick one. one thing. Keep in mind one thing, though. The, the, what kills me is 
his picks are smooth as hell. Mm-hmm. So he lives up to that. The one handed one. The, the, the one handed one. With the opposite hand, mind you. Yeah. Behind him. And then you have Mac handing out pancakes just smooth as hell. I mean. With no cleats on. Right? My feet hurt. <laughs> oh, and we can't talk about linebackers in Vegas without talking about tone. Oh, yeah. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, no he, had, he had two, Smith, yes. two wide open, open field tackles and like, and. Me being one of them, I, this is something that I've come, and he 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 definitely talked to me. He pulled me aside and talked to me about it. I, I, I said something about him missing an open field tackle, and he tackled probably one of the hardest to tackle in the open field, guys. He he tackled Seau twice, one-on-one, open field, uh, the last game that they played. Not scared. Like, it, no, it was, scared, and they were no. perfect form tackles. Like, they, it wasn't like a fluke or anything like that. It was just a poor, perfect hit to the thighs. He drove through. Like, it was, it was we can't. Talk about linebackers. All right, and and speaking of also fantastic players to watch, the last game he played in, this young man um, practically did almost everything but have the kitchen sink, especially in the return game. He's one of perhaps, I think, only two people in the history that have taken one back against the Insomniacs, and he did it two weeks ago. Joining us from the Alienators, the one, the only Mr. Ronald Gaither. How are you, sir? Doing pretty good in yourself. Not bad, not bad. So, um... Talk about things you can take from the fall with the Alienators and apply it to whatever team you're going to play for in the spring. Like what, what do you, what do you take from this past fall, brother? You can apply to for your game to enhance your game for spring season. Uh, pretty much taking from this season, the fact that um, I kind of took it easy. I would say I wasn't the first game. Dropped a couple of passes and um, a couple of guys. Came up to me in the league, was just like, bro, you're not used to dropping them. So from there, I decided to go back into the lab and decided to just work on my hands again and work on routes. Man, he's he's getting he's letting you off light. I want to know where you're going next season. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I set up for you to ask that question. Right, forget uh, forget all the dumb shit. I want to know where you're going. That's not dumb shit. Uh, this season, um, I'm not really sure yet. I'm still waiting to see. You're still waiting to see. You know where you're going. No. <laughs> look, at the, look at the smile. Yep, yep. You know where he you're knows. going. I, you played that game. I, played, <laughs> I played that game all last season. I all you have to look. say is I don't want to say right now. That's all you have to say. We'll wait for that one. <laughs> to be determined. Okay. Yeah, now that all one right, I believe. Right. Yeah, that one this? I believe. Yeah. Right, you going to tell one. us here, though? Yeah, you got to come back on and tell us. I got you. I'll come here and tell all you guys. Okay. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. If I hear it come out before... I'll be like, damn. All right. The only way you know it comes out is come from one of the coaches that I'm talking to. Hey, the comment, the comments say you're going to sick. Who knows? Mm, okay. Oh, the playing game. Mm. <laughs> the, the, the playing game. So, um, just tell me about your experience playing with the alienators. You guys qualified for the playoffs, and you gave sick with it some real heavy competition. Like I said, you are That's one of only two up. guys. You're you and one other person have taken a three on one against Sig, which is I, I'm sorry, the insomnia is hard to do. Um, I mean, like I said, you catch the ball, you returned. I mean, just uh, give me your assessment of what you and the team accomplished in your first year in fall brawl, being a whole new franchise. I was crazy about that. Was I was actually an outlaw first. Really? Yes. My cousin and a couple of my brothers brought me over to the Alienators. Let me uh, basically leave the outlaws. Um, as you guys know, as Troop, that's my blood cousin. Um, Nike, go, he had a actually goes by Gutter. 
Uh, they actually made me leave the outlaws and come over to the alienators. <laughs> I, love, I love how you say, made me leave. Then you wouldn't understand. They, I've constantly, they didn't give you a chance, huh? Okay, I've been corrected. Co- I've been corrected. He's the third person to do against the Insomniacs. Yeah. Sav, Cheetah, or KJ. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you. That's that's good company to be in. Yeah, Savion, KJ, and yeah, that's that's pretty good. I don't remember Savion taking one back against the Insomniacs as they're built I mean, that, Yeah, it's according to uh, to Coach Jason to Coach Brown. Jason, yeah. I, Jay, I, I'll admit, I, I do not remember the, the Savion one. The Cheetah one I do remember, but Savion, no. A couple of them from Cheetah. Yeah. Well, I do remember well, Mr. Gaither. And, and now Mr. Gaither is another <laughs> one that has done that so and shout out to gelato because he blew a tire on that play bad yeah, <laughs> and hopefully, you ran and, right past him looked at him and, like and hopefully he's what happened doing to you and hopefully he's hopefully he's doing okay but gaither might have would have had a second one if uh if, if a certain thing did not happen on the sideline <laughs> grabbed him by the ding ding <laughs> He would have missed, right? <laughs> because at first he would have had nothing to grab on. Because at first in the at first in the movie we thought, oh, we did he pop a hamstring or he hurt his groin? Oh no! And, and the way like, you were walking back to the other sideline, I couldn't close my legs. I was freaking <laughs> dying. Just for science, did it grow a little bit from the tug? Hey, I might have got an extra four. <laughs> I'll be back. I gotta go try something. <laughs> so. So you're saying it was a swelling? <laughs> hey, possibly. <laughs> and Steve Ashmore just said he has the filled level video of that. So, oh, good lord! Oh God. man, I'm, you got to share that one. <laughs> oh, Steve, Steve, you've been requested. <laughs> Shout out to Steve Ashmore and Ashmore Media. Steve, just drop it in the chats, man. We all want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Send it in my inbox. <laughs> oh man. So, in you being recruited for the spring season, <clears throat> what's the uh, one thing that you are looking for that might Convince you to take your towns to whatever you're gonna to um, wherever to wherever we're gonna take your towns to in the spring. A cup, <laughs> <laughs> at least a jockstrap, something. Tie that thing, tie that thing to your leg or something. Shit, put it away. That thing was ready to jump out and bite somebody. That's why he grabbed it. Man, <laughs> nah, but um, really, what I'm looking for is to take my skill to the next level. Uh, okay. That's pretty much what I'm looking for. It's just like. I've played for multiple underdogs. I played for the gold. I played for kryptonite, which really the underdog, really. But uh, I'm looking to take my skill to the next level. So uh, it's basically if, you know, you can help me take me to the next level, it would be perfect for me. Speaking of which, I got a question for you that is um, going back to the uh, combine. Because I know that you your knee was bothering you. Most definitely. But what did, do you remember what your vertical was? Not at all. You don't? Not at all. I remember the... Uh, um, Luis was looking at me because I was standing there and he's like, dude, did he just seriously jump 12 feet? You I don't remember that. So you're difference. saying he's got some hops. Yes. Yeah. He, he, uh, if there's somebody that can jump out of the gym, literally this man can. Ronald, did you play basketball in high school? I played basketball, but, um, I have senior year playing JV. I tackled a player and broke his rib cage. So they took me off the team. <laughs> wow. Okay. Puts that, that in practice. <laughs> Not a game, not a game. Talking about practice, man. Oh, oh no, man. this is a game. Mm. So now I know you are very versatile um, in football, but what would you say is your most natural position and your favorite position to play on the field? Um, I'm actually a true safety. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a big ass safety. <laughs> 
How tall are you? Six two? Uh six one. Six one? Two thirty? Two thirty five. Yeah. Thumper. Wouldn't want to get hit. Now <laughs> now this, scooter, talk about business decisions. Now scooter, is that Insomniac's tryouts on the eighteenth of February at yes. Review High? Yes, sir. Okay. Well thank you, Scott. Yeah, yes, there, it is. There you go. All right. February eighteenth. So if you want to try out for the defending champions of Trial for the Wolf Pack, their tryouts is February the 18th at Arborview High. I'll and, be there. And keep in mind, if you guys want us to know about your tryouts, let us know. We'll put them up for you. Yes, we will promote them on the show. Absolutely. Yes. You can we say can't that for do it on it. here. I do it all the time. I know do you do, but I'm yeah. not. I'm, someone's got to yeah. try to be the straight man. Right. And <laughs> usually I keep count. Did you just say I'm not straight? <laughs> I mean, Dude, like you any, just I took that way shit. left. Oh. Like anybody that knows you doesn't already know that. <laughs> <Shit>. Suspect. <laughs> Man. I mean, some people could probably guess. <laughs> it must be the beard. Well, it is manly. And it is from Asgard. Yeah. Yeah, you According know. to Coach Jason, I bought it at L.L. Bean. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> He's um, got the Rick Ross starter kit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Lemon pepper his wings. Oh, man. That's all right. I'm going to say another one after we win this next national championship. There you go. And another one. All right. Well, when you're out there on the field, uh, Ronald, what's your uh, biggest inspiration as you're playing this game on the field? What's your, oh, what, what inspires you? Um, mostly my family and my kids. Um, I have five of them. Oh, so you already got a starting lineup. Pretty much. Well, three oh. boys and two cheerleaders. Wow. <laughs> Five uh, kids. How old are you? 27. How old's your oldest? Uh, seven. Oh, I'm gl- thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell you, teenager. 13. <laughs> I mean, damn, all right. No. Nah. But um, part of that, my family, uh, my dad who passed away. Oh, God rest his soul. So um, I try to keep him in my mind as I play. So a lot of the time, I play with a lot of anger. So Really? Most definitely. Yeah, we don't. I'll be honest with you, man. I, I've. I we don't see it. We don't see it on your face. No, sure. I watched it from the. I watched you play from the sidelines. I watched you play from the booth, and I do not see that anger on your face. I mean, I see a guy that's happy out there playing football, is what I see. And if you're hiding that that anger, Lord help us. No, that that makes it even worse because guys that hide anger when they're playing and give you that smile, like I was with uh, Derek. We had lunch today, and we were talking about when we used to play. And he used to call me all the time. He, he friggin' Heinz Ward because I would take out all my aggression on Sunday. But when I was coming to crack back on a uh, defensive end, I was giggling the whole friggin' time. I was getting ready to hit his ass. And I was aiming for his ribs. All right, one quick correction. Uh, tryouts all American. For, not tryouts for the Insomniacs will be February 18th. At All American Park, not at Arborview High School. At 12 p.m. high noon, so be there, be square. Thank you, Insomniac's coaching staff and Scooter and uh, Big Kitty Mac. Appreciate it. And I, again, we know the rest of the teams are having tryouts over the next couple of weeks. I know OTT is. I know all the, the gold are pit bosses. Everybody is. So if you throw your dates in the in the comment section right now, we we'll, will promote it. We'll promote them for you. If the you hell? don't, and you don't. Know why well. is why is why is Mouth calling you uh, Mike Tyson? Because he probably sounds like Mike Tyson, you know? Because he, he's Is quiet and he hits Tyson? hard. Because I want to go to the body, okay? You want to go to the body and go on top of the head. It's just ludicrous. <laughs> Evander. Yeah. I'm sorry, Evander. He was hungry. He was. Because anyway, he, so, he was kicking my ass. So <laughs> on uh, 
<laughs> when you go to when you go to play in the in the spring with the teams that you're talking to is one of the things that you're looking at is your starting position or are you looking more to and, and this is just a question are you looking to you want to be in the playoffs and you want to be part of a winning team what's uh, the most important for you honestly i'm not really worried about starting as long as i get my playing time and i'm able to contribute to the team it's pretty much I'm not really worried about starting at all. Okay. And it's a question, right? Because <clears throat> we talk about uh, NFL players. They talk, oh, I want to go win a Super Bowl. And then they go and take the most money at the worst team. So it's like, really? Did you, did you really want to go win? So I'm, I'm asking because I want to get in the head of, of guys that are moving teams. You know, are you, what is your main piece that you're looking for in your new team? And I understand that. And I'd say, okay. <laughs> He's a team player. He wants to get his PT, but he wants to uh, help the team win, which is fantastic. And to me, that that is uh, something that you you can't take lightly, because Definitely. guys that want to just want to play their roles and want to get out there and make some stuff happen, those are the teams that are tough to beat. Definitely. So insomniacs, gotcha. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, Ronald, this is your time to promote yourself, promote your brand, shout-outs, parting shots, whatever you want to do. Floor is yours. Uh, if you want to find me, uh, Facebook name is Ronald Gaither, obviously. Um, Instagram, Dark Skins, Fours. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Killing me, man. That's been there for high school. Killing me. Touche. <laughs> That might be an all-time name right there, folks. Hey, it's been since high school. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you saw his talents in the fall for the Illinois where he will take his talents for the spring. He will come back on the show and let us know. But nonetheless, um, check out some fantastic film on Ronald Gaither. Ronald, we appreciate the time and all the best of luck and best health for the upcoming season, my man. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me here. Thanks, man. All right. As our <laughs> next our last guest. Oh, that's great with y'all. Uh, by the way, um, OTT will also have two or three more tryouts. The dates we don't know, but uh, just want to put that out there. But again, if you're having tryouts for the legacy teams and you want us to promote it, again, please put it in the chat and we will let the uh, viewers know that are watching on our YouTube page. Also, we do have a website called theothersideoftheball.com, so check out that for some neat stuff. And also, if you want to play in the national season, Specifically here in this division, all you have to do is go to a7flwest.com and they will give you the details on how to sign up and you can come in as a free agent and be a part of a team. Again, the opening season, our 10th anniversary season, is March the 24th. And actually, if I can go there, go we actually do have a, a week one schedule for a7fl. Um, we know in the game of the week, it will be the Force and the Insomniacs, two playoff teams from a season ago, as the Insomniacs will yeah, put their... Sick with it and pit bosses. Sick with it and pit bosses kicks it off. Our, well, the Nevada season kicks off at 10 a.m. with Sick with it and the pit bosses. The 1 p.m. game is the Kryptonite and the Hunters. Of course, the game of the week on Fox 5.2 will have the Insomniacs defending their title and putting up their 18-game winning streak, or if you want to continue from the national season, their 12-game winning streak, however you want to put it against the force and in the nightcap which always it seems like ott is always under the lights during the national season right and they will be again this season open up against the vegas gold so now hold on i just want to say one thing because you said uh a name kryptonite shout out to vince young yes getting better 
getting stronger. Uh, still want to see what's going on with you, man. So hit me up if you're watching. All right. So for uh, those that are going to over-the-top tryouts, it is from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. <clears throat> at Fountain Park. So, again, this is for those that are going to go to OTT tryouts, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Fountain Park. The dates are to be determined. Our thanks to uh, Brian Benitez for giving us that information. So, again, if you have dates for trials for whatever team you are trying to establish and get out there, again, please let us know in the chat, and we will give them the dates and the times for those that want to go and test their skills and look for a spring team for the national season, which will start again on the 24th of March. And um, that will be to be determined. <clears throat> so, Chris. Um, yes, sir. Should we talk to the empty chair? Hi, empty chair. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was given the wrong information as far as registering. My bad. So is that the national website that we go to? Is yes. It okay. So go to asomethingfeld.com if you want to register and play for the national season. My bad. Yeah, my fault. I, I was listening. But wasn't listening. I should have corrected you when and, I when and, I heard and you by say the way, that. That's my and bad. And by the way, congratulations on your promotion. Yeah, appreciate that. All right. So A7FL, there you go. All right. So Miss Kelly. Okay, it's A7FL, A7FL registration, and then A7FL.com slash players if you want to play for this upcoming national season, which again starts on March twenty fourth. And then as the dates come for deadlines that you have to be registered by, we will get that and we will also promote that to you also. Yep. So thank you, Kelly. A7FL.tv slash registration for players that want to sign up. And then the A7, A7FL.com slash players. So those are the two. Check it out. Get registered. Get ready to play. We've got a spring season coming up, and we've got a returning champion from our division that is going to be protecting this house. All right. Well, speaking of the champs, um, he just got done playing in the championship game on Sunday, and uh, he was a huge factor on the defensive side of the ball from the Wolfpack, from the Insomniacs, the one, the only Mr. J.J. Harris is in the building. How are you, sir? What's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? How are you? Good, blessed, blessed. So uh, take us back to this past Sunday, and uh, what was the feeling on the sideline when first you guys <clears throat> lost one of your brethren? And again, shout out to uh, Mr. Mouth. Chris McWilliams, who did have surgery, and we hope we are praying and uh, hoping he has a speed recovery and he gets back on the field very soon. Um, just take me through uh, what you guys were um, going through when you saw your player go down, but then you rallied, of course, down 28, come back, and eventually um, down to the wire. But at, at the end, you guys find a way to do what you guys do, which is be better. I mean, initially, I want to say about – I want to say it started in uh like florida we had our uh, little tournament our nine-man tournament mm -hmm. we ended up going out there with like 13 people and me mouth bunch of us we just played every down every play of every series and it was just it was grueling it was terrible but um going on from that coming back in when we played the alienators just you know our first game back after coming back from florida um, shit, I wasn't able to play, excuse my language, I wasn't able to play because uh, my growing... I haven't been listening to Scotty, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nasty. my mom's watching, man. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, we came back and we played the Alienators and we were short, we were shorthanded. 
again, which was again like a I think we had like we went into alienators. We only had like four D linemen, and still put up forty seven. I mean, but then we gave up so many points. And I, and as a defensive player, obviously a defensive mindset is like we don't want to give up points. anything. Yes, but we ended up giving them or not giving them, but they ended up putting up a decent amount of numbers on us. And then uh, right after that, obviously the next week, which was the championship game, Mouth gets hurt. I come back. Uh, one other thing, AJ's hurt from last week from literally playing the whole game. Like like I said, we only had four D linemen. I was out. We G-Law, one of our other guys, a bunch of our other D linemen were all off. We just had our Man. four, our core four, basically. It was me. Um, it was fresh out, Mouth, AJ, and then, you know, obviously Mouth went down. AJ was like 75%, but even AJ 75% is like most a lot, people's 100. A lot of times that's more than enough. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's my dog. Um, so really, it was like next man up mentality. That's it. That's basically how we play it all season. It's like we got – we got the depth. We know we have the numbers to do so. So it's next man up mentality. Uh, I had to step in, make a few, you know, make a few plays every now and then. Gave up a few plays. I mean, I'm gonna be real. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, but I had to step in there, and we had we had great rotational bodies still, regardless of our people going down. There's just something about our defensive line. It's just like you can pick and choose basically any athlete on our team and just shove them down there and they'll do pretty good down there. So, so my question, <clears throat> pretty easy one with the depleted team that you guys had, if you will, for um, really all season, we never saw, uh, you know, for my first time being up in the booth and kind of watching what was going on, seeing who was coming in. I don't think I ever saw you guys with a complete team all season. Yeah. Not for fall. Um, so is that going to change though for for spring? Uh, more than likely, we we like we already went into fall kind of like backtracking a little bit. We were like, we're not even going to take it that seriously. Like we had a bunch of people, we had tournaments and stuff that you know, high school tournaments and stuff at that time, and you know, Scoot and uh, Munch and all of them. They're all coaches and stuff like that for high school, so they got high school ball they got to deal with. And then, you know, everybody else is getting their community stuff going on outside of, obviously, A7. People who isn't taking it as their life or whatever. But um, for the most part, yeah, we didn't have our full roster. So what is the one thing about A7 <laughs> that you enjoy playing for it or playing in it? Um, more or less, it's the physicality. Um, I tried to find something with Flag a long time ago. That's where I met Scotty, me and <laughs> me and him went crazy a few games mm. in a row and had four sacks each or something like that. And <laughs> we just it's kind of my dog, so I can't wait for him to get back. I can't wait till next year. Look, when he went down week one, dog, that that hurt my heart. That hurt my heart yeah. so bad. We was gonna do damage, but next we, season's gonna be a beast. Hey, we all staying healthy, Which, man. Which by the way, how is your recovery going? I'm actually rehabbing. Like I'm at, I'm actually like going through and working on mobility and flexibility, strength through movement and, or strength through range of motion and all that stuff. Like uh, I'm not, I'm not getting hurt again. 
So I'm basically, Stormbreaker is about to return, and he's gonna return with a vengeance. Got it. I'm I'm gonna show up, and I'm gonna give a hell of an effort. I'll tell you that. Hey, we got bodies, man. You don't gotta go all the time. You know. No, I, look, they're gonna get two hundred percent, or they're gonna get a hundred percent every three, four plays. However long I can I can break somebody for. Like, fortunately for me, I've never been not the best D lineman on my team ever. Now I'm not. So now I just get to play a role. This is going to be the first time in my life where I get to sit back and literally just help younger, better players get better. And then when they need a breath, I get to come in and crack some shit. Like, that's really how I'm looking at this season. And, man, look, if I'm not the best player at, at that rotation anymore, I'm cool. Again, sorry, Mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's good, man. She's JJ, right. real quick. Uh, she, hey, dog, right. she done been out to the fields when I was playing before. She knows. I'm pretty sure. I mean, she hasn't, but if she did, she'd be just as loud if anybody. So, so JJ, real quick, talk about your uh, time in California. Oh, man, that's that's home. That's, that's where I came from. That's where I grew up. I, I grew up in the high desert, moved around, uh, ended up in uh Ended up going to a uh, junior college and uh, Chafee College, Rancho Cucamonga, California. Uh, redshirted there, had some issues going on. Didn't really get to get my full extent of college, but I mean, I don't take it with a grain of salt. You know, I'm just, just a guy, you know what I'm saying? Just a guy trying to move on. Can't live in the past too long. So what are you looking for in this upcoming, upcoming season? Um... You mean personally or just yeah personally i mean individually myself i'm just more growth trying to stay healthy i'm starting to shed a few pounds and i need to put a few on oh, same stuff and then what are you looking for as a what what are you looking for for the insomniacs as a team um well besides repeating <laughs> besides repeating well i was gonna say Back-to-back national championships don't sound too bad. No, it doesn't. But, um, I mean, our main goal is just to stay healthy. Stay healthy. That's it. We all got families at the end of the day. Nobody trying to go out there. Mm-hmm. and. But at the same time, like I said, national championship or bust. That's, that's just how we, we see it. Yes, sir. Talk about the inspiration mm-hmm. that is your mom. Oh, man. <laughs> strongest, strongest person I know. She raised four of us. By herself, basically. God bless her. She's just, I mean, definition of a single mother. She did it all. I can relate because I've lived that life all my life, so I I definitely can relate to that. Yeah, she did it all. She, Anytime I need something, she's just always calling me. Even if I don't call her, she calls me. She's the the one. That's it. I think we could all say that about it, right? Because, I mean, dude, my mom's, well, I won't tell tell you how old she is because I'm, 52 but let's just say she's she has lived she has lived her life and i will be very upfront and honest and tell you i'm still scared to death of that woman and she only five two <laughs> yeah my as, mom ain't too far as it should be <laughs> scotty anything you want to ask your teammate uh yeah actually so if i know how much we we pay attention in the group chat and everything <clears throat> to, to everything going on in the league um do you think there will be any adjustments made going out of conference this next spring like once we make it out of vegas do you think there will be any any adjustments that have to be made whether it be personnel wise play calling wise like to are we just going to make them meet us at our on our playing play sheet essentially 
I mean, the goal is obviously to make people adjust to us. Never want to have to adjust to a team because that means you're behind, and that means you, you know, obviously, nobody wins from behind. Well, nah. Yeah, let don't me not say, say that. that. Let me not say, say that. that. But no, I mean, that. like, I, I know a group of it's... guys that are really good at doing that. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm just, I mean, you know, we just, we just want to be the leaders in the situation. Never want to have to adjust to people. But uh, for the most part, keep the physicality level up. You know, you got those East Coast guys over there. Um, you know, they're recruiting like crazy. And that's why we got our little tryouts and stuff like that. You know, can't get too content with whatever we had going on, you know, we just barely beat sick. So that means sick is improving and we're, I wouldn't say re regressing, but it's, it's getting to the point to where it's looking kind of bad and we need to step it up. So the game the sick showed up and played was different from any other game we've seen. Sick. Yeah. Play. They came out with a vengeance. Yeah, that they game. came out firing on all cylinders and that sick team that just showed up is going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. They got to keep the core together yep. though. They yeah. got to keep the core together. If they keep the core and keep the chemistry, they'll be all right. Because you, you know, know that's the thing. It's the big thing is chemistry, and that's, not everybody has it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I talk about with the Insomniacs. And if you could touch on it real quick before you take off, is the culture of the Insomniacs. It's why, like, yes, the winning matters, but a, lot, a large reason that people want to come play for the Insomniacs is there isn't all that fighting. There isn't all that arguing over PT. And if you don't get to play, you don't get to play. Like, it is what it is. And, you know, if you'll make your decision at the end of the season. But you don't see that infighting on the sidelines. And it, it, if you could touch on that a little bit. Yeah, it's just a buy-in mentality, really. It's like either you're going to be with us or you're going to be against us. And if you're going to be against us, it's not going to look good. But for the most part, it's whoever wants to buy in. You got people who are individuals and wants to do their own thing. That's totally fine. We don't see anything bad about it. Go do your thing, but we'll see you down the road. And it's you know, we looking, we looking, <laughs> we looking ahead on it. So, I don't know if you saw the interview that was on the All Pro Jaffos with uh, CP3, where he was talking about. <clears throat> he even said it. He said, "I'm going to catch a lot of flack for what I'm going to say about the Insomniacs, about sick with it, about the West Coast in general." And one of the things that he he did say, the hardest thing about repeating within this league is a fact of getting com uh, complacent after you've won that championship. So what I'm hearing from you and the tryouts and the stuff that you guys are doing doesn't sound like you are content with one championship. Exactly. It's about not being complacent. That's it. We see an opportunity and you got people who are looking to prove themselves from other teams. Come on out to the tryouts. I mean, who's to say you don't, Make a name for yourself on the national championship team. Who's to say you don't become a starter in, in a different position? You know, that's what I try to preach to everybody's positional versatility. If you don't play a certain position, maybe you might thrive in another position. Who knows? Get out there and try it. Because A7 is different. Like A7 is different. It, it's yeah. not like we're, we're, we would be, we can't play D end in any other league, really. We're, dude, I'm but we make it work <laughs> in this league by knowing how to play with technique and learning how to understand and read an offense. But it, there, you can thrive as some shit that you're really not used to. Yeah, exactly. All right, JJ, real quick. This is your time to promote your brand, promote yourself, or give any shout-outs or whatever you want to deem to. The floor is yours. Oh, man. Um, you know, just shout-out to my brothers, Insomniacs, especially uh, Mick Willie. Prayers up to you, bro. 
I know you got it. Road to recovery. We gonna hold it down for you though. Uh, shit, everybody else really, stay healthy, get healthy. We got what upwards of forty-five days to the next season, so all the teams be ready, all the players be ready. We all working. Hope y'all are. Well, you can catch him on the D-line with the Wolfpack, the defending champions, as they open up defense of their title March 24th at 4 p.m. against the Las Vegas Force. But in the meantime, J.J. Harris, we appreciate the time. Thank you for coming in studio, and uh, much health, and uh, good luck this upcoming season as you defend the title. Pleasure being here, guys. I appreciate you guys. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Um, cold day in Bill. Yes, um, caffeine will be um holding down um games again on um caffeine TV for Ace NFL, which you can catch some archive games that are on caffeine right now, and of course AceNFL.tv as well. So as we take a look back and reminisce on the championship game that we saw on this past Sunday, um, as you said, Chris, um, sick gave him everything but the kitchen sink, but the Insomniacs found a way to rally late in the game to win by the final score of 32 to 26, but it was a tale of two halves. And certainly in the first half, it really seemed like sick could do no wrong. I would agree. And the thing about it that is, well, there's two things that I found kind of weird, I guess is the best way for me to put it. First off, if, um, and and this one's just personal, if if smooth would have taken that that damn last pick to the house my my score prediction which was 38 to 28 would have been two points off yeah so that's the only thing that that's personal but overall the gameplay that i saw from sick with it i mean look we talk about east coast teams we talk about teams that play in our division and we talk Mm -hmm. about teams nationally and what i see are teams getting much better and sick with it is nipping at the heels of insomniacs and so i can understand why jj is saying look you know we can't just sit on our laurels exactly we've got to be moving because i think they see how close sick with it is to them and so that's just going to make this division better cold day and bill we appreciate you uh promoting your promoting our uh league and your business in boise Idaho. we appreciate that thank you very much thank oh, you love that man love that but this is this is something that i see growing i see mm. teams getting better i saw Sick. a lot of the one thing that we that i was surprised at was a talent we saw that came across in this fall in this fall brawl so can you imagine the talent that is going to be playing in this uh upcoming season so i'm excited you know it's a long day mm-hmm. and we have to stay excited about what's going on as we're calling these games otherwise we get complacent too let's yeah, be yeah. honest yeah so when we see mercy rule after mercy rule it gets old but when we start to see some of the talent that's moving around in this league and what we could possibly see from teams like the alienators that are going to become the pit bosses and we see some of the talent that is being spread out across the um, legacy, legacy teams, teams it's it's damn exciting to see what's going on and that just makes this division that much better scotty i i have to pretty much second everything chris was saying no because six six surprised me like they the way they jumped out the aggression of first first after the ball first play of the game knew they were great like that's the thing is like yes i am biased okay yeah we get it 
But at the same time, like I'm also You biased, you don't say. I'm also like I'm also fairly biased towards the sick with the boys too. Like I don't think that they can go anywhere in the country and like get walk like you know what I mean? Like they're gonna give anybody in the country the business any day. The way they came out firing, going after the ball, ripping the ball away, finishing tackles, like it was it was a beautiful thing to see. Um, unfortunately, Morrow was on the sideline, so we didn't get to see them really plug away at that run game like we thought they would. Um, they had the athletes on the sidelines to do it. Of course, we're not coaches. We don't know what was going on on the sidelines. But, but it Devin, was surprising to Devin see. H- Devin Houston was not, a, was not a bad option either to use in the backfield also. No, uh, he's not. But Easy has been proven to be productive. Yes. Shep has been proven to be effective. Right, yes. Like You have so many athletes back there. And to not try and establish that inside run when, like, when honestly, like, when you watch the outlaw game and stuff like that, those, those are areas that you can try to work on on the Insomniacs. You just got to try and run away from Jeremy. But you got to keep the one but thing in mind, too. But Sick played such a great game. Oh, they played game. a great yes, game. But, but did you see where I, Shep lined up 90% of the game? He was at corner. Yeah. I mean, this man is... Everywhere. Yeah, but he, that to me, when I watch this man play... One of his best positions that I've watched him play is corner. Oh, yeah. This man at DB is no joke, and he is not afraid to step up. No. You will never look at Shep and say, oh, that was a business decision. No, he. you bring it to him, he's going to bring it right back. And so I thought that was a great move for them to actually put him at DB. Breaking news here, uh, according to our – well, shout out to our, our actual producers in the house today, Mr. Nick Blaze. Uh, welcome back, sir. Um, we just got word that Brian Benitez, who played O-line for the Alienators, he will make an announcement next week on uh, on the show because he will be a guest of uh, where he's going to take his talents for the spring. So just keep that nugget in mind for next week. But go ahead and Chris Cattuti point. I think I said my point. I just Like I said, I, I think that uh, Shep is one of the, the better DBs in the league, and I think that um, playing him at DB was a good choice by Sick. He's very um, tenacious. Yeah. And I, I, I know that they lost a little bit with him not running the ball. But, I mean, when you got somebody that can basically shut down a, a wide out, that is something special. Well, if you, can, if you can always shut down one side, that's half the battle. Exactly. And so, I mean, I can't give enough love to, to these teams and to these guys that are out here playing. And keep in mind, I don't have, you know, when people ask me, who's my favorite team? Whoever's playing on Sunday. I'm serious. I mean, I'm watching all these games, and I love watching these guys play. Um, if I was younger, I'd be out there playing with them. I'd be like Scotty. I'd be. You guys would have to have at least one game of me playing until I got back up into the booth because this game is is definitely something. Then that basically, I would do. Then, then basically, I really would be like Vince Scully doing a football game by myself. Yeah, because if we're playing each <laughs> yeah. other, yeah, we would both be on the field. So we play with each other. You play with yourself. <laughs> No. Oh, my bad. I thought I took that wrong. My bad. Oh, I was just gonna say not play with himself. He'd announce by himself. Uh, yeah, I would. Yes, I would be story. announcing by myself. Yes. <laughs> or or maybe might have Derek Derek Duncan join me, but you never know. But anyhow, um, Scott, lead us off. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, thank you, thank you to every single person that was holding chains. Thank you to the guys and the gals in the in the concession stand, the people working in the front booth. Very good thank chili dogs, the, yes. T- thank you to the people no that joke. were opening the the gates for us at Bonanza High School. Um, we went through a we went through a whole bunch of changes uh, during this fall brawl, trying some things out. We appreciate the players 
and the coaches and all the staff uh coming out and giving us a good show <laughs> giving us a good time not <laughs> Derek said he's not gonna help you play with yourself anytime no soon. one's talking about that I, I'm talking I, about <laughs> in the booth as as you know what I mean some are all mad yes, good grief. Yeah. anyway <laughs> Chris final thoughts for me man I'm I'm gonna say I echo what Scotty said about thank you to everybody in the staff thank you to Kelly to Derek, to everybody that makes this thing happen on Sundays. Um, let's face it, if it wasn't for them and for all the people that are in the staff, we wouldn't have the games on Sunday. But the bigger piece that I will also say thank you to is every single last player in the A7FL. You guys are make this game what it is. You make this game fun, and it is one hell of a game to call, and it is a lot faster than most people think. Um, I know we're not NFL players, and it, you might think, oh, well, it's not that fast. Come watch it live. You will be surprised. So all I can say is can't wait till the uh, spring season kicks off, March 24th. But until then, thank you, everybody, for what you've done. Well, to piggyback off that, first things first, to the Insomniacs and to Sick With It, um, thank you for giving us a fantastic game to watch, to promote on Fox 5.2, Caffeine, ASNFL.TV, and Cox Channel 125 to uh, have a very strong number, almost 320,000 viewers to watch this game. Uh, was fantastic, and you guys did not disappoint. So a tip of the cap to both organizations, to both teams, because you guys really did leave it out there on the field. Um, again, these people that put this program together, that is the ASNFL work tirelessly to the bone to try to give you a tremendous product and to promote and to promote this product and to give you good views and good games to mel to rachel to our camera crew to everybody well rachel went through some shit that she <laughs> she did yeah, but, she had to listen to you but yeah. she is a trooper but shout out to her shout out to mel shout out to pierre who um does many things but also thank you to you scott and to you chris for uh helping me and enhancing and harnessing my craft to do this thing that is play by play. Um, I couldn't do without you guys, couldn't do without you guys. And you guys have definitely made me better and strive for bigger and better things for the upcoming spring season. And not to mention, I love the both of you. Love you too, man. Hopefully we'll get Quan out there for a game. Yeah. Get Quan five, nine to come uh, watch the game and participate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, come by and say hi. You got to have some pineapple pizza up in the, up in the booth. Don't get Chris started. You know what? For, <laughs> hey, to get Quan out there, I'll, I'll buy You it. know what? For my boy, oh, for no. my boy, I will bring. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that was perfect. That worked out perfectly. <laughs> Except for it's on his soundboard. Man. All right. With that said. It's not the worst liquid that could be on your soundboard. Uh, don't forget, wow. um, tonight, our very own. Really? Our very own Scott McCorkle will be a part of your Heard with Big and Friends. So please gang, gang. check them out at 9 o'clock on YouTube. Of course, check myself and Chris this upcoming Saturday where we will uh, dissect and preview and analyze Super Bowl 58, which well, I do have a very high interest in, but I will save that for Saturday. But 5 to 6 with Quan 5-9, of course, talking about the Super Bowl and perhaps giving our countdowns of best Super Bowls, best Super Bowls that don't involve our favorite teams. Um, also, don't forget to check out the All Pro Jaffos, JP, Country K, and DJ Matchsticks. Also, don't forget the 301 Podcast with Matt, Corey, and Rob with... Uh, Chris has got some from Krypton on the show this upcoming Friday, which uh, he makes an announcement. And also, time. and also congratulations to Trey on his marriage. God bless you. Uh, good luck with that. Congrats. Um, Proud of you. 
And tonight on the Mizzle Dub Show, the one show that Mizzle has been dreading because he hates both teams, but we will do our uh, Super Bowl show um, in about an hour or so. I think that's everybody. Okay, don't forget to check out Jordan Davidson's uh, podcast that is coming up this Friday. Um, Dumb and doomed. <laughs> Dumb and doomed. I think that's everybody's plug. I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's everybody. Uh, but <laughs> I will see. I will see some of you tonight at uh, the party. Um, but outside of that, hopefully is, everybody is has it, a good. Is evening. it a sex party, man? Why do you always <laughs> take it there? Well, you said later tonight. Is there the cake involved? Yeah. So hey, I'll dance, dance with cake. With <laughs> special <laughs> thanks to Nick Blazer, producer, uh, assistant <laughs> producer, Pierre. The special thanks to executive producer, Derek Duncan. It's Welcome either got to be sex or cake. Special <laughs> thanks to Jordan Davidson, Ronald Gaither, J.J. Harris, and Kamari Michael. At least it's not apple pie. Oh, That's all Lord. I'm going to say. Anyhow, yeah. special thanks to Quan59. For the Viking, catch up tonight at 9 o'clock on Year Her with Begin Friends. For Chris, I'm Double A. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We will see you next week and uh, be in good health. Take care of yourself and, and each other. Another. God bless you. <laughs>